Happy Friday, Ravelers. Here's a quick series of clips from our recent bonus episode that we put up for the private bonus Patreon feed in which we watched and reviewed the documentary called The Finger of God, available on Apple TV for rent. I think it was like four bucks when Josh forced me to watch this. But here's just a few minutes from the episode. If you like what you hear, you can certainly sign up to get the full almost hour and 45 minutes of this bonus episode as we go scene by scene, plot point by plot point, reviewing the finger of God uh, with our thoughts on the matter, to put it elegantly. If you'd like to listen in on the action, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash ravelpod and sign up for as little as $3 a month for access to that bonus feed. Uh, We, in the year 2023, will be releasing monthly bonus episodes on the last Friday of every month. And you also get access to our incredible Discord community, where we have some exciting things happening, like a monthly book club and a new endeavor called the Ravel Collective, where members of the community can present things like sermons, works of art, songs, present them to the group, followed by directed discussion, as we all work on raveling out our faith together. Once again, you can get in on this by going to patreon.com slash ravelpod, and it's for as little as $3 a month. You can get access to all this and more. We hope to see you there. And in the meantime, please enjoy this teaser reviewing The Finger of God. And so, with something like this, when you say, I want you to be open-minded, so check yourself out the door, because I'm going to be presenting my beliefs And I'm going to present it in a way that is captivating and is going to feed into my bias. Is it basically what it was? Mm. Because if Mm. it was really open minded, we would have seen other accounts where maybe things didn't happen. Yeah. Or things were truly unexplained and like no one can make sense of it whatsoever. Well, I think or you make a claim Mm. that something is unexplainable, but it gets explained by other means. Right. Like that is open minded. It's showing the whole side. It's showing every side of what it means to be open minded, not just check yourself at the door. Here we go. But then we move on to this very exciting portion of this film that is just, I think the strategy was like, let's just scattershot the out of the viewer with like as many examples (laughs) as we could possibly dream up here. So we're going to have this old guy pray and then man is going to fall out of Bibles. And then there's going to be this suggestion that these gemstones are coming out of nowhere that might be extraterrestrial because we don't know like what they're made of and they don't match any gemstones that we have on earth that we know of. I've been reading 1 Corinthians 4 today in preparation for our talk here, and this portion of the letter is right before Paul like pivots Corinthians to starting to talk to like the people in Corinth who are like sleeping with their mother-in-laws and like acting really inappropriately for what like for what lip service they pay to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul is saying your actions do not reflect that because you're sleeping with your mother-in-laws things are getting real kinky in your church and that's not good for the witness is what paul is saying because like if i'm reading around verse 20 here in chapter four paul's like 
starting in 18, but some of you thinking that I am not coming to you have become arrogant, but I will come to you soon if the Lord wills. And I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power for the kingdom of God depends not on talk, but on power. What would you prefer? Am I to come to you with a stick or with love in a spirit of gentleness? Which has absolutely nothing to do with the power of the Holy Spirit <laughs> to perform healings and conjure gemstones. Like what he's talking about is power in this context is your actions do not reflect the lip service you pay to the Bible. Like your video There's, does not yeah. match your audio. You There's are out word. of sync. Ooh, I like that There's analogy. One word. There's one word. It's all about pride. That like that is what Paul is speaking to. He's, yeah, the that arrogance is, of these people to be like, yeah, I love yeah. Jesus and all this, and like your your mother in law every night, like that. Yeah, clean up your act. The, the alcohol is hitting me. By the way, can you tell? <laughs> I'm under the influence of the spirits. Oh, I but, can tell. Uh, like this is it's like the one verse that I was able to put in my notes because I think it's the one verse that's quoted in the entire film. This is and they've a, lifted yeah. it directly out of its context and they're like, oh, it's talking about power. It's talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Like we are called to power. The idea that testimony is the conduit through which God is at work and will continue to work the more we have testimony to me is putting God on call to be like, hey, like this isn't your shift yet. Wait, wait till we call upon you. And the, the more that we, the more we do that, then the more God's on the clock. And <laughs> that is so demeaning. That that belittles people's faith, in yeah, my opinion. Right. That I love how so much you belittling. hate that opinion. I actually love that. I did I not expect love, such a rise. I love the power of testimony. I don't love the idea of testimony being the only way at which God can be at work and t- testimony being force fed to people as saying see i was right here's god at work now the only way god will continue to work is if you testify Do let's you th- put all this pressure mm-hmm. on you i'm forcing you to believe something out of good faith in me as a person whom you've never met before you now have to go doing the same thing because that's the only way god will be at work and will continue yeah. to do good work if you don't testify god ain't gonna do shit. that is yeah. so belittling one thing that I also think is interesting um, about your your point about treasure hunting is that when I was, they didn't say this in the film, but when I was taught how to treasure hunt, it was with this logic of like, well, Paul says that we've been given the mind of Christ. So we should, it, it's logical to think that when we have thoughts, sometimes they are God's thoughts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but then you also have Chris Overstreet in this section saying like, I, I paraphrase this, but he's, he's saying something along the lines of, we just got to tell people that they can heal people. Otherwise God cannot do it. Going back to that, like power of testimony situation. He also had this interesting quote. Um, I wrote this down from Mr. Overstreet quote. The Holy spirit is imprisoned in unbelieving believers. Oh, it sounds so good. It's so tweetable. Yeah, it really is. But back to Emily's point, I think that it is toxically wrong. In addition to like some of the things that they say during the healing testimonies before they go to the treasure hunting, um, Darren mentions that he has eight hours of footage of healing. But what he means is, I have eight hours of footage of students talking about stories of healing that are like not 
Thank proved you. other than by yes. their by their word. And then in the Friday night treasure hunt where he follows them, there is no physical healing that takes place in front of him. Um, but what I think is really interesting is like a lot of the phrases that they throw around, not just in like recounting their stories, but also like during the treasure hunt, they say things like, I wrote a bunch of these down, like we don't have an agenda or so many awkward moments or so much faith or God moment, or I want to just find some sick people. I, there's this like really interesting like framework that clearly I think a lot of these students have been given by leadership mm-hmm. where like you're like if you just say that you don't have an agenda you must not have an agenda but like your agenda is finding people to heal or evangelize to or witness to or like whatever you want to call it like you you do have an agenda even if you don't think it's wrong yeah I think that that kind of narrative yeah. is really interesting right because that's like in the documentary like that's really easy to see and again like this these are the things that if you were to try if if i was an atheist or agnostic and you had me watch this film to say see see look at all these wonderful things i'd be like yeah no this is the very reason why i don't believe or don't buy into this whole christianity bit because Mm -hmm. it is manipulative it is exploitive it is toxic it is showing things that are contorted and edited and you may claim them to be raw but what it is is actually very harmful in showing what we're trying to show god to be or what god can be all about it's very very dangerous and i was so sad that that was the note that they ended on (laughs) like yeah not only did i recognize names from redeemer um but the special effects supervisor was listed oh no way jj abrams i bet god no God? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not even kidding wait, you. I can't wait, believe you didn't wait, see that. Wait, 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 wait. In wait, the credits? Hold on. In the hold credits. On, hold, wait, hold on. You're telling me that the screen goes black, the credits are rolling. It's yes. naming producers and it's naming writers. And you're telling me that the special effects is attributed to God? Absolutely. Bye, Felicia. I'm out of here. 